All right, wrestling fans, it is Wednesday. Therefore, it is time for Pro Wrestling America. I am Southern Dynamite, your favorite wrestling promoter on the internet. I told you there were going to be changes. Changes coming to the PWA. That's exactly what happened over the weekend. Actually, Monday morning, November 1st, 2021, I voided everyone's contract. All the champions were re-signed to a one-year contract. The rest of the wrestlers on the roster were given the option to sign short-term contracts between six weeks and a year. Uh, this goes back to actually the idea behind the hire and fire circuit on the old TNM uh, wrestling simulator from back in the late 90s. That if you didn't do the email circuit where you got everybody in the database, you had the opportunity to sign guys for between 6 and 52 cards. So that's exactly what I've done here. And so we have a bit of a shakeup in the roster for the PWA. Also, I dropped the salary cap so there are fewer slots available. So your new roster for the PWA is your world heavyweight champion, the monster heel, David Von Erich. Your world tag team champions, Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Steve Carino. American heavyweight champion, Great Muda. Your American tag team champions, Ravishing Rick Rude and Chris Candido. Television champion, Buzz Sawyer. Illinois champion, Honky Tonk Man. And then the non-champions, coming back for various lengths. Billy Gunn, Terry Funk, Jimmy Golden. Gentleman Chris Adams, Austin Idol, Brad Armstrong, Savannah Jack, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, Raven, Special Delivery Jones, Bart Gunn, Rasta the Voodoo Man, Eric Embry, The Nightmares, Ken Wayne and Danny Davis, PG-13, Wolfie D, and JC Ice, Rough and Ready, and the two newest ones that I had signed before all this, Dirty White Boy and Gino Hernandez. Rounding out the slots, I added three more because you notice one missing that was like vital to the PWA at one point. That being Jesse James Armstrong, the head of the Strong Army. Well, now his brother Brad has taken over that and has talked his brother Steve into signing with the PWA. But also I've added Terry Gordy and T.D. Steele as well to round out the roster. And on today's card we have 13 matches featuring all 32 wrestlers on the roster we start off with a tag team match pg-13 versus rough and ready and pg-13 struggles with the typical job or tag team Rough and Ready are giving the message that they desire to be taken seriously in the tag team rankings. But Wolfie D does get the pin on Rough with a brain buster in a time of 12 minutes, 56 seconds. But look out for Rough and Ready. Next match is a triple threat match. Jimmy Golden facing off against Special Delivery Jones and Rasta the Voodooman. And this was a wild match but ends rather quickly with Special Delivery Jones pinning Rasta with a power slam in 6 minutes and 19 seconds. 
The next match has Gino Hernandez facing off against TD Still. And Steele, many of you will remember from the Jim Crockett days and especially the mid-90s uh, World Championship Wrestling as being one of the great jobbers. I mean, he truly was one of the great ones that could help anybody get over for a match. And he does the same thing here for Gino. Giving him a fight and making Gino show how truly great he is and then Gino gets the pin on TD Steel. 10 minute time limit match. In a time of 9 minutes, 20 seconds with a sidewalk slam. Now this was not a cakewalk for Gino. This was not just a rollover for Steel. This was one where both of them pushed each other and gave each other what they needed to boost themselves up in the rankings. Next match has Billy Gunn facing off against Savannah Jack. And this match is fairly clean until the end when Gunn rolls up Savannah Jack in a reverse cradle with a handful of tights to get the pin in a time of 6 minutes, 33 seconds. After throwing Savannah Jack out of the ring, Gunn grabs the mic and talks about how he ran Jesse James Armstrong out of the PWA. That the strong army was no longer strong anymore because they had lost their heart. He talks about that being the greatest thing he's done in the PWA. And he says that the Guns feud with the Strong Army is nowhere close to being over. He isn't done with them just yet. And replacing Jesse James Armstrong with Steve Armstrong just makes it even worse. The Guns for Hire will prove themselves superior over the Strong Army in the very near future. He drops the mic and leaves to the booze of the crowd. The next match has Buzz Sawyer defending his television title against Billy Gunn's partner, Bart Gunn. And Buzz and Bart have a great match, but it is quite brief. Bart goes for a lariat, but Buzz plows through him with a spear. Bart rolls out of the ring. Bobby Heenan tries to help him up, but Bart can't make David Manning's 10 count. And so your winner and still television champion by countout is Buzz Sawyer in a time of 5 minutes, 47 seconds. All right, so in between these matches, matches 5 and 6, we have a little break, give a little intermission, talk with the crowd a little bit, help them to understand the roster shuffle that has been done. But in the meantime... We've got guys setting up a scaffolding. And then Great Muda comes out. And he says, I was given the opportunity to name my own stipulation for the number one contender match for my title. So it'll be Honky Tonk Man and Raven in a scaffold match. And if you've not seen a scaffold match, they are... Not very often done. Probably the most famous one would be the Midnight Express versus the Road Warriors. Uh, where even Jim Cornette ends up on the scaffold. And that's the one, of course, that he gets tossed off. And Big Bubba Rogers is supposed to catch him and he can't see him in the lights. And he falls, nearly breaks his leg. 
but there were several between especially like the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express in uh, Jim Crockett promotions back in the late 80s, early 90s. But your typical scaffold match is that you have the guys up there and the last one standing up on their wins. Your whole thing is to knock your opponent off basically, you know, a walkway made of 2x12s. It's not very thick. It's not very wide. And to put four or 500 pounds on there, not one of the best ideas they ever came up with, but it is definitely a great sight to behold. But that's not this match. This match coming up, gentlemen Chris Adams facing off against Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, continuing their feud. And this match is drastically short. Uh, Gilbert wants nothing to do with Adams at the beginning and hides off into the corner. Tommy Young goes in. Chris Adams comes over to check on him. Of course, the bell is already rung. And Gilbert's over, throws a fireball. Well, Adams ducks out of the way. It hits Tommy Young in the face, earning the disqualification in nine seconds that Chris Adams wins the match. But then the two battle until security comes out to separate them. And it takes a little while to do that because these two guys are truly hot under the collar for each other. And there's not even a title at stake. It's just two guys who really just don't like each other. Now we move on to the match that people have been waiting for since that intermission. The number one contender match for the American heavyweight title. A scaffold match between Honky Tonk Man and Raven. During the match, as the two were brawling and trading punches, because that's really all you can do for wrestling moves up on there, comes around to finally Gino Hernandez showing up and grabbing Sunshine from behind. Honky Tonk Man gets distracted. Raven takes advantage of it to knock him off the scaffold to win the match. But in the meantime, Muda has snuck up onto the scaffolding. As Raven turns around, Muda missed him and then hits the shining wizard that knocks Raven off the scaffolding to fall in the ring next to Honky Tonk Man. And then Gino just releases Sunshine and walks away. No harm done. Odd, odd thing going on there. Not quite sure what to make of that just yet. All right, your next match. The second of the title matches. It's every title's on the line tonight. American Tag Team titles as the champions, Chris Candido and Ravishing Rick Rude, defend the titles against the Nightmares. And this was a great match. The Nightmares really held their own against Candido and Rude. But they were helped out by some miscommunications throughout the match between the two. And it's finally Candido swinging a chair at Ken Wayne who ducks and he hits Rick Rude. And then Danny Davis comes off of the top turnbuckle with a frog splash to get the pin and to win the titles. Your new 
American Tag Team Champions are the Nightmares, Ken Wayne and Danny Davis, in a time of 23 minutes, 46 seconds. And at the end of the match, Rude and Candido are not very happy with each other. But they vow to get the titles back. Next match is one of the ones I was waiting for for the whole night. Terry Gordy versus Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony. And this match between brawlers has about as many times as you can imagine where the referee's eyes were diverted. I mean, no ref- I mean, no managers at ringside. Just The referee doesn't see some of the cheap shots and shortcuts. And the two take advantage of every opportunity to show the fans what a true heel match looks like. Gordy gets the win by submission with the Oriental Spike in a time of 24 minutes, 5 seconds. But this match had the people on their feet all throughout the arena. Next match, continuing on the Strong Army, Guns for Hire. You have Terry Funk from the Guns for Hire facing off against Eric Embry of the Strong Army. And Embry tries to take Funk out early with high-flying action that sends both wrestlers over the top rope numerous times. Embry missed once, lands on the ring apron, but Funk grabs Embry's hair and snaps his neck over the top rope. Funk rolls out of the ring and pile drives Embry onto the concrete floor before rolling him back into the ring to make the pin in a time of 11 minutes, 20 seconds. Now we come to the three big title matches of the night. Starting off with the American heavyweight title match. Great Muda defending the title against Raven. And Muda takes early advantage of Raven's previous headshots from the scaffold match against Honky Tonk Man. Muda drags the match on a little bit, giving Raven a couple of chances to win the match. But Muda gains the advantage. After Muda hits an Asai moonsault combination into an inverted DDT, Missy climbs onto the ring apron to protest or distract, one or the other. Muda misses Missy before setting Raven up for a Shining Wizard to get the win and to retain the title in a time of 29 minutes, 23 seconds. Your winner and still American heavyweight champion, Great Muda. Now we move to the World Tag Team title match. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniel and Steve Carino defending the titles against the Armstrong brothers. But this time, it's Brad and Steve Armstrong, not Brad and Jesse James. And all four men make a great match of it for the first 20 minutes. Daniels and Carino take the advantage of the match and keep things going their way as Daniels tosses Brad into the ringside fans. The champions double-team Steve in his official PWA debut for a few minutes because we can't even find Brad anymore in the sea of humanity in the ringside fans before Carino finally pins Steve with a DDT to retain the titles at a time of 25 minutes, 3 seconds. Your winners and still World Tag Team Champions, Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Steve Carino. And finally, we get to the World Heavyweight title match. The two guys left on the roster that haven't been through here yet. 
the monster heel David Von Erich defending the title against the heart, the universal heartthrob Austin Idol. And David brutalizes Idol throughout the match. He gets the pin with a sidewalk slam to retain the title in a time of 11 minutes and 3 seconds. But he continues the attack after the match until Rick Rude makes the save. Idol comes back to help Rude double-team the champion until David is able to escape from the both of them. The crowd pops as Rude and Idol shake hands in the ring as David backs away towards the dressing room area. But he still has the World Heavyweight title. And it's still legitimately his because he did win the match. So we have this roster shuffle going on this week to shake things up a little bit, to pare things down. Because there had been several guys who had been overlooked, and I just forgot to book in matches. And they got tired of it. So I gave them the opportunity to sign up again or to walk away. Unfortunately, some of the others that I really enjoyed booking walked away, like Jesse James Armstrong. But I'm hoping that sometime in the future, especially in 2022, that he does come back to the PWA to wrestle again, maybe to, re- to regain the American heavyweight title once again. We'll have to see. But I hope you have enjoyed Pro Wrestling America this week. I ask you to come back next week as we continue on to see what is going on. And there is a special match or special card lined up for you next week from the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. So I encourage you to be back for that. But don't just listen to the wrestling stuff. Come for the theology as well, because that is the heart and soul of this podcast. Confessional Corner on Mondays. Digging deeper into the Psalms on Thursdays. The Moments Meditation in the morning. All there to give you a boost and to help strengthen your faith. Because only with a truly strong faith are you able to wrestle with the theologies in the world. Amen.